Hey guys, welcome to episode seven of the 3880 podcast. My name is Jason, your host, and this this podcast, we take a bit of a shift from our normal topics to highlight something happening here locally where I live in Hurricane, West Virginia, and it's spelled hurricane, but pronounced hurricane. If you're from here, don't ask me why. Um, but the Meeks Mountain Trail System is a partnership between the city of Hurricane, a local family, the Meeks family, who've donated a, a large parcel of property um, next to our city park. And a core group of volunteers who've come together and built this community of, of building some amazing trails for hiking and biking. And I'm a, I'm an avid mountain biker. I love the sport. My family and, and I've been um, biking for many years. And it's just a, a, a really amazing place to go and, and ride and hike and, and just be able to, to be in the outdoors. And so we talk about the property. We talk about the expansion opportunities that, that are being planned uh, it's really an amazing project. Um, there's big plans for expansion and development, um, and you'll hear Brandon Dorner and Jason Stewart talk a little bit more about what's happening at the Meeks Mountain Trail System. So enjoy this episode. Well, hey guys, welcome to this edition of the 3880 Podcast. This is Jason Hager, your host. I'm joined by Brandon Dorner. And Jason Stewart's Brandon is the chief fun officer, as I've just been told, of the Meeks Mountain Trail System. And Jason is the chief creative officer. Uh, he also builds houses and does interior construction and home design uh, with Stewart's Home Design and Construction. So welcome, guys. Well, thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we are talking about the awesome trail system in Hurricane here called the Meeks Mountain Trails, and I've. Wanted to sit down with you guys to talk a little bit about the history, how to come together, and, and what's uh, what's been happening over there. Sure. Um, well, I guess uh, you know, first off, to to lead a project like this, Jason, you know, you have to have obviously the opportunity, you have to have the ability, yeah. and you have to have the desire. And we've been provided that opportunity from. Fortunately, a local family here who owns a very large uh, parcel or parcels of real estate, which is the Meeks family, and they surround a portion of what the city owns, about 15 acres. Mm -hmm. So we've got quite a bit of acreage to play with here, but without that opportunity, without the city of Hurricane and the support of the mayor and the Meeks family, um, this opportunity would be provided. Is there like a short version of how that all transpired? So... The history of it is, is that the Hurricane Development Authority, uh, one day, right time, right place, yeah. uh, was I was part of that meeting. They were talking about building uh, a couple trails around the uh, what they were considering a potential pond area, and uh, we, we flourished from there pretty quickly because uh, I don't typically volunteer, but that's where the ability part comes right. in, is that I thought, okay, I know something about trails. Uh, I've written a lot of different trails throughout the state and outside of the state across the nation and so the ability is where that falls into play and, and volunteered and um, to, to, to head it up and here we are so but more importantly though you have this opportunity you have the desire and now the ability part of this is how do you how do you build trails mm-hmm. and how do you um, you know how do you lead such a project yeah. well, you got to have a passion for it and uh, just like Jason, you know, this this is something that we love being outdoors and we have a true passion for it. But that's kind of a little brief summary of how it all rolled out. Um, to detail it a little more, 
October of 2017 was when we first stepped foot in the woods. Uh, we were out pinning pivot points and studying the terrain. And, and just to be frank with you, seeing what scenic nuggets are out there mm -hmm. to be able to create a system. I mean, this isn't just going out and plowing trees and cutting briars. Yeah, I w you gotta have kind of, a, I would assume, a vision for the layout and what it looks like to start and what it looks like at the end. And I know there's big plans for lots of mileage. So Jason, what, what was your uh, initial involvement? In, so as chief creative officer, what, is, what does that yeah, do? Brandon had a lot of the trail laid out when we initially oh, yeah. met okay. up there. I mean, this is, this is definitely his vision by far. And, and we've just kind of jumped in to help as I mentioned, uh, you know, strong backs and weak minds. <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, you know, Brandon's definitely ramrouted most of this project, and we've just come along to, to give him a hand. Yeah, that was, uh, that's funny you said that, because November 19th, or November of 2019, uh, I'm sorry, 2018, mm -hmm. is when uh, Jason showed up. And it was the best uh, fresh air I could have ever had, um, because you're out there building trail, you're you're kind of questioning, is this thing going to take off or not? You know you have the right demographic, mm -hmm. but you're trying to slowly build this thing and, and create that vision. And I'm a purist. I, I ride a rigid, single-speed mountain bike that's made of steel. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that's not the industry now. And but he rides it really fast. Yes, I noticed. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I ride raw dirt, you know. Yeah. but. Part of being a servant leader, we're building these trails for others, you know, hikers, bikers, runners. So you're looking at the design of this trail system and what, when Jason come on board in November, what I thought was, you know, okay, this is gonna be a pretty good trail, was as he's been dubbed the creative officer here, like he's able to take a trail and just beautify it mm. and make it ride so much smoother or in a, in a form that even a hiker or a runner is gonna enjoy. and that's. That has been a beautiful part of this project is having the different mindsets that have come out and built. Is that something that you just kind of see out there or is there, is there something? Well, I think as we go through the, the property up there, there's naturally several different natural, you know, whether it's rock formations or whatever throughout yeah. that property that's just awesome. And, and when you're looking at trying to build trail, naturally you want to get to those places mm -hmm. first. You're like, hey, I want to ride by that all the time or yeah. I want to ride off of that all the time or whatever. Um, so that's kind of where a lot of those things come from. It's just seeing natural features and trying to work your way towards a trail them system towards yeah. them or around them or over them or whatever. That's great. What? So um, I've been out there a number of times on my bike, and I I've just recently um, you mentioned rigid bike. I've I've got a full suspension, and I've recently been riding a, a fat bike, which I cannot put down. I don't know why. I'm addicted to it, but I. I been on it for two months now straight couch rider yeah it's it's pretty it's, it's a lot of fun for me um when you guys first got out there and we're looking at the trails you, you had a vision for what this was going to be where are you today and what does the future look like yeah so let me give you um let me give you some stats that have went along the way so the initial the initial start of this was to get a nice loop into place a nice loop that uh, an average day rider or, or an average rider or uh, hiker or runner can get out, have a little bit of work in, in getting up the hill to get to some of the flow, but yet getting three miles in. Three miles was the goal. Yeah. But ultimately, um, you know, when we first set... And, and do it close to home. Yeah. Right, yeah. Not That's, have to drive 30 minutes. Yeah, sure. There, there's a couple things that have really went into this. One is, 
you know, we've dubbed this the 25526 trail plan, mm-hmm. which is to build five miles in the first two years, 26 miles in the next five years. We've already surpassed that in the first year and a half with all the labor that's been involved. But as Jason just said, the other tagline, we've got several taglines, <laughs> but the other tagline is that, you know, this is right out your front door. And so what we're doing is, is greasing the skids for people to get out who may have never been on a trail system before. They have no excuse not to be now. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is right literally out their front door. They go out, they, they really get involved, enjoy the trails. And then out their back door, they start to learn, okay, well, there's Fayetteville, there's Canadian Valley, there's my favorite Cranberry backcountry, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so this kind of sets the stage for that a yeah. little bit. But there's no, no excuse now, it's right out your front door. That's true. I, I can leave my garage and be there um, in less than five minutes, which yeah. is really, really nice. But to answer your question, so we've had um, we've had over 159 work days now. We've had over 5,000 volunteer hours in this. And we've had over 215 different faces from the wow. community. And that opens up the book for our next headline is that we're not really building trails, we're building community. Yeah. And the numbers and the stats show that, which is pretty phenomenal. So our, our next phase in all of this we now have close to seven and a half miles it's not all fully connected just yet but we do have some loops and formations and whatnot we've got some good technical trail out mm-hmm. there some good scenic nuggets we have some nice beginner trails that you can get to it takes a little challenge but yet we want to expand upon that and then obviously we need more miles because unlike a lot of trail systems we're getting a ton of use which is fantastic right so we need to spread it quickly. So, you know, some of our vision for the trail is, is all right, we've, we've nailed the scenic stuff. You go on the green white out there and it's a mile and a half of just in and out of rock faces mm-hmm. that people love. And if you're a mountain biker, you better hold on because the exposure's pretty extreme yeah. sometimes. But, you know, now we want to get back and work down our, our way down to these beginner trails and then also expansion of some creative things, which is what you know, I think is going to set the stage for a lot more people who are going to travel to the area to actually mm-hmm. use these trails. And Jason can talk a little bit about that. So, well, I think that there's just so much opportunity up there. I, just like you had mentioned earlier, you you just got a fat bike and you're liking the fat bike and all that. And some people either like them or they don't mm-hmm. like them, you know. And it, it's the same way with riding a bike. Some people like downhill riding. Some yep. people like cross country riding. Some people like real technical stuff. Some people like flowy stuff. So what we're, you know, I think the ultimate vision up there is to try to create something for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, so we, we've got a lot of the technical cross-country stuff, you know, started and go, going and hope to expand that. But, you know, even on the bottom side down there, we'd like to create like a, a pump track, yeah. you know, for people that like to jump and, mm-hmm. and flow and all that stuff. And then we'd also like to create surrounding the pump track, like a kiddie track mm-hmm. to where kids, even on strider bikes or whatever, can yeah. just flow around but they can watch those kids on the pump track doing what they're doing and things like that um, and then and then still expand our enduro lines coming down the hill for the guys that like uh, you know downhill riding and stuff we've actually talked to the mayor about even there's an access road that goes clear to the top that we've looked at upgrading and things like that that not only for access up to the enduro lines maybe doing shuttle rides and things like that oh, yeah. but also um, access for the emergency vehicles yeah, if for right. some unfortunate reason we'd have a, a, a problem up there. Yeah, There's a lot of planning and forethought and you know 
we have, like to have fun, obviously, mm-hmm. as you're following our, our Facebook page, which is uh, City of Hurricane Meeks Mountain Trails. Uh, it's a private group. You know, we've kept that for a reason. Um, obviously, one, management of it. It's right. hard to manage, but we have exploded pretty quickly with it. But, you know, there's a lot of planning into this that, um, that goes on behind the scenes that when you have that passion for something like this, um, you know, it comes pretty easy, mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of planning in it. So we thought about the search and rescue. We thought about easy access points and, okay, so how do we start getting there now? And that's kind of where we're at in the stages of, yeah. we're in the middle of it. Now we're going to get ready to take this thing to the next level because we've had so much success with it. But one thing I wanted to mention was the benefit of this system. And I want to use um, Jason's son for this because what a lot of people don't realize now is that uh, obviously COVID has been the best thing in the world for us. I mean, this has been the best advertisement. It's been the best thing as far as being able to build trails because half the folks that have come out and build on Saturday mornings with us you know, half those people have been, I'm not going to say distracted, but have had other things in their life that they're doing on Saturday yeah, mornings. Sure. They've got basketball, baseball, whatnot. But what is important to understand with mountain biking or running is that there are college scholarships. There are things like that for uh, young athletes uh, in and around our area. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that we're truly um, not exposed to enough of. We've got a young guy from Fayetteville who recently landed a scholarship as a mountain biker. Mm. I think he's gonna do more cross uh, country riding. Right. But, um, or actually cycle crossing. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, you know, this has created an opportunity for for children, not only for our, our older class, but our children as well. Like Jason's son, I mean, he's a phenomenal rider. Mm-hmm. And this has exposed him to so many more opportunities. Like he's out there just having fun, which is awesome. Yeah. But what he doesn't realize, and I, I don't want him to listen to this podcast, <laughs> is that he's got incredible ability, and he could easily be vying for one of these scholarships in the future. Yeah, right. So the benefits of this trail is not only for our local community and our, our health and, and whatnot, but it's also economic as well. I mean, this is, this is going to bring people in, and it's going to give kids opportunities to vie for things like that. And, and you mentioned something that's been... Um started to get promoted around here and that's the Putnam Peddlers that's the the Scholastic League that's that's being formed and has, has just there's been a ton of traction in, in other areas um, I don't know if you guys are directly involved in that but I actually had a coaches meeting last oh, night I thought I saw yeah. a coaches meeting online yeah, yeah. We, we were we were set to go to the fireside grill but I know so we, with, yeah, we've been real hesitant with it was just a, a small coaches meeting yeah. there's I guess the five of us there or whatever but you know, we're kind of real hesitant on how we approach yeah, this sure. thing because we don't know the direction that we're going to be going. You know, our, our hope is that we've got a, a league this year. All of our races are up and going and mm-hmm. things like that. So we're we're kind of sitting there going, okay, do we try to, you know, recruit kids? Do we try to promote this? What do we do? Um, you know, and it's still kind of up in the air with this with COVID nineteen. Yeah, think. sure. Um, but we we're we're ready to get that rolling and and and. Uh, are excited about that as well. Yeah, that's um, great. I mean, it's great for when you go to those Nike races. The the venue's phenomenal. They're yeah. doing a fantastic job with it, and and just the number of kids out there that are just having fun. It's just it's it's something. It's really yeah. cool. I went to a couple bike shops recently, and and they're just uh, they're they're busy, which is <laughs> oh, yeah. unusual for yeah. for bike shops. Uh, you know, it's a tough business to be in. 
Um, but it seems like with with this pandemic that we've had, that outdoor activities, cycling being one of them, has just skyrocketed, especially with kids. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but you know, in a lot of my, a lot of the posts that I see are people who have never even been outdoors. Mm-hmm. They're doing a rail trail or over yeah. on the trails. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, it, it's it's been phenomenal, and I think that really is going to expose us even more so. Yeah, that's great. Um, maybe we can do another show about the about the uh, the team sometime. Um, basics of trail building. So, what does it take? I mean, is it just shovels and and hard work and gloves? I mean, what do you guys do out there? Strong backs and weak backs. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, you know, sweat equity, obviously. Uh, I think, uh, as Jason would tell you, as a, as, a, as a very crafty home builder, you know, we're, we're building these with, with hand tools right now. Mm-hmm. And it's even pretty cool that we're using hand tools that are 100% made in America. And even more so, they're made by recycled farm disc. Oh, wow. And uh, it's, it's the Rogue Company. And, mm-hmm. and um you know, we, we haven't got any free tools or anything from Yeah, them, no, so if they want to sponsor the podcast, get <laughs> yeah. some free tools, so, that would be yep, great if you're listening. And, and, yeah. and I think they're out of the Ozarks there in Missouri. <laughs> right. um, but, uh, and we've purchased a lot of their tools, by the way. But anyhow, you know, it, there, a lot of it is having the right tools. You know, when you got uh, people that want to come out and volunteer and they show up on a Saturday morning and they got shovels in hand, mm-hmm. spade shovel or flathead or whatever it may be, you know, and then you open the tailgate and I've got all these rogue hose in there, it, it changes how trails are built. So mm-hmm. first of all, you know, you got to have the right tools right. Uh, to build the single ta- track type trails. Um, and that's what we use. We use a rogue, rogue hose and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. You can use Maddox and whatnot, but tools are important. Yeah. Um, so as far as the layout and, and the design is, you know, you don't want to fight the terrain as much. So you, you look at the topo and you, know, you hike it a million times and you flag your trail and you, you put your pivot points down mm-hmm. and you know there's certain points you want to get to. They may be a little bit more challenging. You know you're going to have to do things that you really don't want to fight the terrain on, but you know that it adds that value mm-hmm. in, in, in the hiker's experience or the runner or the, or the biker's experience. So there's some challenges when you're laying this out. You don't want to fight the terrain, but, but there is times that you will. Uh, and then when you're actually building the trail, um, I mean, you're trying to obviously cut back and clear as much as you can, a couple feet off each side to keep the growth down. But you, you, you want to get the slope right. Um, I don't know about you, but one of my one of my pet peeves is when I get out of the car in a parking lot, I've got you know water sitting underneath my car door, and it's the same mentality when you're on the trail. You know, you you go mountain biking, and but you don't really want to get muddy. And <laughs> I, so, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny, right? <laughs> right. You know? You, you, you want to come out of there and yeah. not really be muddy. I mean, right. I don't mind it, but you know, a lot of people don't want that. So you really try to get the water diverted properly. And sometimes that's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Brandon's just worried about it's going to slow him down. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, then you, then you start looking uh, at your, your slopes and, and things of that nature. And I think, and in no disrespect in any way, but... A mountain biker can design a trail system for all use, mm-hmm. for runners and hikers. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard for a hiker to design a trail system for bikers. Mm-hmm. So I think when you've rode quite a bit, you really understand what can flow well, mm-hmm. what actually can be ridden, what not. Uh, we do have some hiker bikes out there still yet, I think. And then there's even time, you know, as we've built these trails and things like that, we're still coming back right now because we've got a wet spot in the trail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've rerouted trails. We've, of course, added drainage. We've added, you know, 
Yeah, I've seen the I've seen the drains like out, and as soon as just go in where water pools. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of times where you're dealing with springs and things like that yeah, that right. they were unforeseen, and and so you so you're kind of as you're building them, you're having to go back and, and fix and maintain mm-hmm. and do whatever you need to do to, to try to avoid those problem yeah. areas. And that's I mean, but that's a fun part, Jason, of having you know stewards on the team here is that. When you go out and you flag this trail, you know, you know you got one one person looking at this, and yeah, this is going to be a sweet uh, trail. But what happens is when you have somebody like Jason on the team who has that creative value, you know, he creates what I call the berm magic. You know, the, you go out there and you've got all of a sudden in a mm-hmm. in a hard little turn that might slide out when it's dry. He's got a cute little berm in there right. to, to knock you in the right direction. So yeah. um, it takes a little bit of all that. After the short break, one more time. Friday, Eddie will come back for the short break. After the short break. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a little bit more about what what you guys see this looking like in the future. I know you mentioned you got seven and a half seven and a half miles out there now. Um, you know, what does it look like in the future? How how much can you build with the team of people that are volunteering now? Unpack that a little bit for me. Um, so you know, we're going to hit highs and lows with this. Fortunately, you know, again, we've had incredible mm-hmm. momentum, and I may be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong with that, but. I think what what we're gearing up for now is that, okay, we've hit seven and a half miles in a year and a half. Now it's time to really get serious with this and and take it to the next level. And how do you keep people involved and keep the momentum going with this is certainly a a question that's in our mind. Because, you know, when you have that many miles, a lot of people are like, okay, that's enough for me. But we're to that point where we want to stick with the plan. The plan is to build the 26 miles. 26 miles, right. But ideally... What we want to start doing now is as our volunteer and our crew is, is putting forth the efforts and doing so and expanding this system for cross country, you know, it'd be nice to have a marathon in the woods. Yeah. And you know, not only from a runner's perspective, from a biker's perspective, we can really do a lot of neat events with that, mm-hmm. which we know a lot of people that would probably be interested in doing those. Yeah. But along this way too is where, you know, we've we've recently or we're getting ready to form uh, the Trail Alliance, Meeks Mountain Trail Alliance, and um, that's kind of my upper limit problem. That's kind of a little, I just want to dig, you know, but but that's a little bit of my problem. Um, but anyhow, we formed this alliance because we have a lot of folks who are very interested in helping, but they can't necessarily physically be out there to help, uh, so they want to help financially. Right. And we feel like the dollars that may be uh, provided could go towards more of the beginner type trails that we're wanting to use machines for and, and to use some actual, um, uh, you know, pay some guys to actually build those trails. But more importantly, as we're adding this creative vibe to it and we're building jump features and things like that, you know, those materials can be expensive when it's done and done yeah. right. And that's, uh, that's obviously a second wave in all of this that we feel like uh, could really 
keep the momentum of this going to attract more folks from coming out you know coming out of the area into this area too so uh, and i think like my vision of, of that whole bottom is, is us creating a venue yeah you know, basically when you come in and we've talked about a million different ideas brainstorming and whatnot but really having a really nice trailhead sound at the beginning mm -hmm. that, that looks first class you know built out of stone and wood the meeks mountain trail uh you know trailhead there and then you come in to the to the bottom area there to where right now it looks like a big dry pond mm -hmm. but create a, a real nice pump track flow track in that area with surrounded by the kitty trail yeah. and then also have like an amphitheater kind of back in the back um, to where if we do have races and things like that we can also maybe have some live bands maybe mm -hmm. pull some food trucks back in there and things like that and we've we've talked with you know with the city and the officials about all this stuff just bouncing some ideas around and I think everybody's kind of giving the thumbs up yeah. and it just you know takes money and you know money time, and time money to make that happen yeah, yeah. and uh, that's kind of where we're at with everything and, and um, you know so we'd, we'd like to try to make that happen if possible but it's, it's a process and, and you know it's it's funny because a lot of times people will you know have that idea or that vision and and you start to you know get some pushback you're like oh that's you know it's just too much i don't know if we could do that mm -hmm. well you know what i mean we built seven and a half miles in a year and a half with volunteer labor i think we've kind of uh, proven yeah what we can do and i think that was a big part of this whole the whole way we started this as well it's like all right we're gonna go out there and build this thing with volunteer labor and we're gonna show the area what gem of a trail system they can have. Well, it's rewarding. I mean, you know, you go out there and you start out with a little bit of, you know, mile of trail and then mm -hmm. it, it just continues on. And the next thing you know, you're seeing people out there and you're, yeah, you know, I mean, it's just getting people outside doing, doing things. Yeah. You know? No, it, it, it's, it's been, it's been great to watch it, uh, watch it form and grow. And I think the idea of the partnership with the Meeks family and the city and, what you guys are doing has been, it's going to be, it is an amazing, it's already an amazing trail system. It's going to, I can't imagine what it's going to look like in five years. Yeah. I love the idea of just the community involvement and events being able to, to come in and having having that venue kind of style that, that you were talking about, Jason. Um, talk, what about, so trail use, maintenance, best practices, what do people need to know about the trails? What's what's allowed? What's not allowed? What are some things that you, I know rain's always a, a question that a lot of I hear a lot of people asking. Should I go on the trails when it's wet? What are some general things you guys typically say to, to those folks? Uh, you know we've hit uh, we've hit every type of soil out there. I think you can hit. <laughs> uh, we've been digging in three feet of sand in yeah. some spots, which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, just below the campground, KNA campground. Uh, but then we've hit you know very rocky sections. But then down in these bottom areas, it's just greasy. You know, it's very loamy and mm -hmm. it just kind of just sits right on top and it stays wet. So, you know, right now our best advice, and we know that people are anxious to be out on the trails, right. you know, best practice is don't go after, don't go out there and use a trail right after a heavy downpour. Definitely don't do that. Um, but typically a little bit of wind and a little bit of sunshine will dry these things out and they'll be ready to go in, in two days. And I think so far what we're monitoring, uh, fortunately we've had a ton of traffic and it's helped compact mm -hmm. it pretty well. And it's helped with a lot of that. But in some of these trouble areas, you know, it just continues to expand into a pond with the, the continued use of it. So as we put drains in and we really work some of that out, uh, we'll get it back into shape. But best practice, I think, you know, for our trail system, and everybody's different because some areas 
can have a heavy downpour and the trails are fine. Yeah. But our area uh, specifically, you know, probably a two days after a heavy downpour or continual rain to yeah. let it dry out a little bit. So. Or if it's sticking to the bottom of your shoe, don't go. <laughs> don't go. <laughs> yeah, right. that's exactly right. <laughs> uh, mountain biking, hiking, j- trail running, any, I mean, is that? Yeah, you, you nailed it. So hiking, uh, running, and mountain biking yeah. is the use of the trails, yes. Um, let's talk about the, the key. I love the tagline. You're not just building trails, you're building communities. So how can people, you mentioned um, the, the a potential new association that, that folks could maybe give to and, and volunteer and continue to volunteer, get volunteers for, but how can, how can folks plug in and, and learn more and get involved? What, what do you guys, what's your desire for people if they want to do more? So let me open that up in a couple different ways. First of all, you know, this, this is no pun intended right now, but we all need fresh air. Mm-hmm. And But let me break that down a little bit further. You know, let, let's take air as an, as an acrostic here. So we've got, A, we all aspire to do different things. The I, we all are inspired by different things. But the R is, is we all want some sort of reward typically. Right. That reward varies. One of the neatest things about what we're doing as volunteers is sometimes you gotta, you know, lose yourself in the service of others to find yourself. I think you know, Gandhi said that, in one of his quotes. But when you come out there and you build this trail and you put the sweat equity into it, you create an ownership behind it. And so when we go out and we build a trail and we work our way back out of where we've built mm-hmm. and you're walking on what you just finished, there's nothing that's more rewarding than than coming back through and seeing what you accomplished in that three, four hour period. About three or four hours is all you want of this too. Right. But it is extremely rewarding. So if you're looking for something to, uh, a gentleman come out the other day and he said, Brandon, he said, I can't thank you enough for doing this. He said, this has been the best mental release for me, period. He said, I'm glad I've gotten into mountain biking. But he said, Brandon, I never thought that something like this would help me release mentally. And so if you want to get involved for, you know, you're looking for a group of people to be inspired by or or just uh, come out and hang out with some you know, gals and dudes working on trails that's mm-hmm. fine too but that's one way to get involved is come out and actually put some sweat equity into this thing and trust me it'll be way prepared for a workout yeah. <laughs> be prepared for a workout you can see that on the yeah. pictures on the facebook page i joke with a lot of my friends that do crossfit i'm like man you can skip the box <laughs> yeah, just, come on over just come on over and grab a hoe <laughs> that's right but secondly is okay so if if you don't have um, you know the physical capability or you just simply don't have the time to come out you know one of the ways to do this is alright we're entering these stages now everything I mean, we have barely used any any public funds at all mm-hmm. for this very minimal for the signs and the blazes that's it yeah. everything else has all been volunteered Jason's volunteered a ton, ton of lumber I myself uh, Rob a lot of folks have but as this thing progresses we're going to need more of that and so that takes money so We've had a lot of individuals, I shouldn't say a lot, but we've had individuals come out and say, you know what, I can't work on the trails, I can't be out there at that time, but where can I write a check to? I'd like to make a donation towards this. What, what you're doing is amazing. So we formed that Meeks Mountain Trail Alliance for just that. Uh, they had been able to give to the Hurricane Development Authority before, but we felt like best practice would be to go ahead and organize this thing. Sure and truly create something specifically for the trails. And that's what we're trying to do. So those, I mean, those are two ways to get involved. Um, the other way too, 
which is really starting to come up is, um, you know, the education part of this is that if you have a background in botany or birds or whatever, sure. I mean, I think it's important that people use those skill sets to help educate others. And you'd be amazed at what's over there. I mean, as far as nature and, and the wildlife, etc. So if we have people like that, that, that would want to volunteer a, a trail hike or a run or whatever mm-hmm. and, and teach people, I think that's a great way to get involved as well. Yeah. So winter. So number one was come out, do some trail work. Number two was, um, the need for expansion it will create the need for financial partners, which is a great opportunity for, for this community to give back as well. When does the trail work happen? Yep. So winter time is the best time to build trails. Mm-hmm. You don't have a whole lot of growth. Uh, you can see where you're going. Um, the, the, Typically, the soil's easier to turn. Yeah. Uh, it's not as, I mean, trust me, it's labor intensive, but it's not as tough working in dry soil. Um, so the wintertime, you know, we stayed very consistent with Saturdays and we took advantage of people wanting to get outside at that time as well. Uh, so we stayed consistent with Saturday mornings from nine to noon. Summertime in the spring, we've scaled that back a little bit to 8.30 to noon, and, and I'm going to say noon-ish, mm-hmm. because sometimes it's till 1, uh, etc. But, you know, as we're entering these summer months, we're going to lay off that consistency a little bit, yeah. uh, because we're entering uh, some very tough times to build. Fortunately, we still have had quite a bit of rain, uh, but we're going to go back and really start to tweak what we've built more than anything. Uh, putting in drains, doing some reroutes, mm-hmm. focusing on uh, the details of that a little bit. But primarily um, is done on Saturday. We'll do some through the week. And uh, if they follow the Facebook page, we've, we've typically put a post up of when we're going out and doing those things. And this, this time of year, maintenance is big too. You know, yeah. We're going we're gonna to get into where we need to start doing some weed eating just to kind of cut yeah. things back off the trails and things like that, which exactly. is very helpful. There's always... Trees that fall over the trails and need mm-hmm. cut out and moved and things like that. So there's always something to be done up there. Yeah. And that's that's exactly right, yeah. Jason. Is that the, this is the time to start doing that. Yeah, sure. So those guys that like to weed eat and gals that like to weed eat, now is your now time to the come time out. Back to <laughs> even the trail building. Yeah, we joke about the workout and it's hard work and whatever else. But but there's there's even things that anyone can do, whether yes. it's just raking leaves yeah. or you know I mean these guys out in front of us, you know, pruning and coming back and dressing back up and just simply taking little pruners and just cutting the weeds back off the edges and stuff like that. I mean, there's and yeah. there's something for everybody, for sure. It's for all ages. I mean, yeah, yeah. you're right. I mean, we, we've got several people that bring their kids out. They yeah. may have five-year-olds out there. Mine's, my five-year-olds have been out there. Exactly. So, you know, it's it's all ages can come out and help when, when we're doing trail it's building. A, it's even an art gallery, right? So yes. you got some, some original J.P. Owens art J.P.'s out there. J.P.'s been yeah. out there putting some yeah. stuff out there that looks really cool. Yeah, that's and great. I, I think he's hoping to expand on that a little bit just yeah. to add a little touches here and there well i uh want to thank you guys for your your time i want to thank you for just the dedication to to building these trails for me personally um a lot of people have gained weight during this uh, pandemic i've managed to drop about 10 pounds um, (laughs) going out for lunchtime rides instead of snacking on chips um it's it's a it's a great trail system i look forward to seeing the expansion of it and being a part of of the the alliance and and doing what what I can to help. Um, you guys want to give any shout outs to anybody? 
you know, your trail building buddies. Too many of them to you, name. You know, and, and I've got we got a few mutual friends that have been out there. Yeah, so. you know, we've got a, we we run the risk of that. We've had a lot <laughs> of people. You, you know, there is one person that that I truly want to give a shout out to, um, and that's a young man here in the community, and actually two of them. We've got really a, a second one that's up and coming. But we've got a, he was 16 when he first started coming out building, uh, and that's Andrew Limble. Um, he, he has been with us from a very, very close part of the onset yeah. of all this. And I'll never forget his first time coming out there. He was actually working with another young man named Aiden Bernard. And, and let me just spin off that for just yeah. a minute. Hold that thought for just a minute, because what's really cool with this system, and, and I mentioned this before, is that Anytime I'm out there riding or hiking or whatever, I walk every trail out there and I can tell you exactly who's been out there, who's helped build that trail, and, and I can tell you probably what the weather was like and the time of day or whatever, but as I ride those trails, I see the people mm -hmm. that have put in the time and the labor and the volunteer hours to build this trail system. And Andrew's one of these guys, a local 16-year-old kid who went out there, started on the trails. His first comment was like, man, this stuff is hard work. <laughs> and he's using a Matic, you know, yeah. and, and he's got this heavy tool. And, and finally, he, he's developed into now. Andrew has put in literally over 100 hours of volunteer wow. work. And so I commend a, a young man within the community uh, who's out there on the trails, uh, really putting in time to, to serve others. Um, and then behind him is, is uh, Luke Lyle, yeah. Seth Lyle's son. He's, he's really been at it lately. Um, but I want to give a shout out to, to, to those guys and, and, the, and the rest of the team members who we've dubbed funny names and, and, and some serious, some not so serious. Uh, those guys know who they are. I mean, they're, they're just, it's a great team that we put together as far as some of our consistency. So yeah, but, that's great. Um, More information can be found at uh, on Facebook. There's a Facebook group. Um, you can search City of Hurricane Meeks Mountain Trails to, to find that group and um, request access, and folks can learn more about what's going on there. Um, I guess I should have probably started with the, the, the trail system is behind the Hurricane City Park, just across the railroad tracks. There's a couple different ways to access the, the trails, um, but the, all that information is there on the Facebook page. And then the Meeks Mountain, uh, Meeks Mountain Trail Alliance Foundation um, more information will be coming out soon, I'm sure, about that. Somebody will build us a website. I think we can find somebody. We've had this conversation before, so uh, I've already started rolling some ideas around in my head. Um, but thanks, guys, for your time today, and thanks for what you're doing for this community. Yeah, thanks, thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for listening to episode seven, uh, where we talked about the community being built here uh, around the Meeks Mountain Trail System in Hurricane, West Virginia. Uh, if you're in the area, come check it out. Come and hike. Come and ride your bike. Uh, there's trails for all skill level. There's really technical stuff. There's a few gap jumps um, with, as you heard, with expansion underway of many more miles. Um, it's a great day trip if you're uh, in West Virginia or in the area uh, to come check it out. If you want to learn more about the Meeks Mountain Trail System, uh, you can visit Facebook and search for the private group. Uh, you can search City of Hurricane Meeks Mountain Trails, and you'll find the, the private group, and you can, you can request to be added to learn more. Shoot me an email, jasonhager at riverridge.org. I'd love to know your, your thoughts. If you've been out to Meeks and you've hiked or biked out there, shoot me an email. would love to know 
your experience and what you, what you think of the trail system. Um, and just looking forward to seeing the development and the progress uh, that gets made over there. So thanks again for listening.